This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, our good friend Brian Bro Brosdahl of Bros Guide Service is joining us today. He is a huge fan of ice fishing. Bro, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Cal. I tell you what, bro, it has been weird. Uh, it has been very, very weird as far as ice fishing goes this year. Yeah, I've never had to cancel early ice trip ever. Uh, you know, late trips, we've had March thaws, but never early. Just a strange deal, and uh, people are falling through, and you can't keep an eye on big groups of people. Someone could step through something, but it's been weird. Uh, outside of that, we got a decent layer going, but... Uh, don't trust it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were you just know. you were just saying guys like you, um, you know, that can be mobile and tend to, you know, not bring out the big old giant wheelhouses. You're okay. Oh, I'm fine. I I have super light skids. I have my otter houses, and uh, I check the ice a lot. I have, as a matter of fact, I have a small diameter drill just for checking ice thickness. So it's no work at all to check. It's, uh, there's no reason for people not to stop and check or, or walk and then wave people up, you know. Uh, but for the most part, it's holding up. Good thing we had a little bit of snow. That sun beating down uh, uh, evaporated some of the snow. And then wherever there's any fish houses, uh, the snow's gone because the radiant heat from the sun is melting it away all around houses. So I, I pulled the little skids off. Okay. Um, so what are you seeing? Uh, I know you, you fish a bunch of different lakes. What's, what's the average ice thickness you're seeing these days? I'm seeing a lot of, uh, 12 inches of ice and then the occasional 14, 15. Uh, and depending on which ice formed early, some places have more 16, 17, but for, for the most part, it's not much more than 12 to 15. And, and there's still, uh, odd spots that they're finding on big waters where they're six or eight inches. So you can't just drive, drive a rogue across the lake. Yeah. And I've been seeing that all too much in the last three weeks, people on machines, people on trucks, they see one person out there and they just drive in, uh, in some spots they're narrowly missing, uh, thinner ice, but, uh, um, I just wish they would check more. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, one of the things that's going on, of course, uh, this weekend is the Brainerd J.C.'s Ice Fishing Extravaganza. Uh, typically, everybody on one spot uh, of uh, Gull Lake, Hole in the Day Bay, that has been changed. Uh, they, for safety's sake, they've gone with a 12-mile radius, uh, and, uh, and and they've got a map out there, and those are all the lakes, and they want you distributed, and that's really what you have to do. You can't have an event like that this year. No, no, that uh, they would never make it. Ice actually floats, and it would do pretty. It would be sinking. Uh, it's good that they did it and keep it going. Going to miss the excitement of of people running up to the stage uh, with a you know a little little perch, tulipy, or a walleye, and the crowd reaction is so much fun. But it's it's an odd year, and you got to do what you got to do. But I expect to see a lot more fish because you're not limited to one spot with a huge amount of noise. You're limited to a pretty big area. And so it's not your typical thing, though. You better swing for the fences on this one because 
there's going to be some bigger fish caught because people, they you know they they would look at their hummingbird maps ahead of time before the Brainerd JCs to figure out the best spot to kind of run to on the drilled holes. But now you can drill a hole and you can, you know, it's different. So anytime it, there's free will involved in picking spots and doing anything, it's a it's a tournament now uh, more so than a festival or derby. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they've got multiple species. They've got multiple, you know, fish you can fish for. It's, it's you know, the top fish wins it. Some years it's a perch. Last year was a monster walleye. Uh, knowing those lakes in that Brainerd Lakes area, if you were in that tournament, uh, A, where would you go with a, within a 12-mile radius? And B, what would you be fishing for if you wanted to win this thing? Oh, I, I'd go for pike. Yeah. Uh, the first that's what I would do is go for pike and uh, I don't know, 12 miles doesn't probably put you on Malax. Uh, but I would, I find the, the best lake with, uh, well, Gull Lake has some nice pike in it. Uh, there's some big pike, but pike is, is your best chance. And, and with the warm weather and the slight melt off, they're going to be really active. Uh, if you want to go for the walleyes and you can go anywhere, uh, you know, nice rock, and uh, weed structures that face the open basin set up there with a buckshot rattle spoon, super glow and jig with a minnow head. Uh, then if someone's with you, just have them use a dead stick because if they, you draw them in, they might go hit their dead stick and have, uh, you know, get some good minnows, get some shiners, get uh, sucker minnows. And uh, sucker minnow is the red tail of winter. Uh, it's really a popular minnow. Uh, walleyes do hit them, and then dead sticks at night. That is, that is the hot bait. <laughs> but I'm hearing a little word about uh, shiners, golden shiners, not monsters, but just decent size, four, four or five inches, um, are going to catch uh, some nice walleyes, especially in low light conditions. So, where, where, what lake has the biggest pike in in the Brainerd Lakes area? Boy, I would have to say, gulls are really a really good candidate because it sprawls. It's so big. Uh, and I've, I've heard of some big pike and I think it's going to, it's going to take a probably about a 34 inch pike to win that, but we could be surprised. Um, and for walleyes, definitely 28. And there's a lot of big walleyes in the Brainerd area, all those lakes from, from gold around to, um, uh, lakes nearby, uh, I don't want to get my tires flooded. <laughs> but there's lakes, deep lakes and then lakes with a lot of vegetation there that grow some really nice walleyes. And, uh, but gulls hard to beat. Uh, if you look at tournaments they have, their fundraisers, it produces some of the biggest walleyes. And, uh, and I think it's just a matter of getting out and hitting some different spots at gulls. Gulls are a pretty good candidate, but you're not stuck in one little area. Right. You could, you could go anywhere. Um, from one end to the other, there's spots all up and down it, but uh, uh, just watch out for the ice, the heaves, and uh, and if you're on a, a machine, you're safe. You know, snowmobile is the best way, best way to go because the weight's distributed really nicely, and you hit the throttle. I mean, they race snowmobiles on water, so I mean, could there be a better machine other than a Willcraft or an Argo? You know, but anyway, um, you know, some of the surrounding lakes like uh uh you know the uh mission lakes the i don't know if that's within there uh 
but there's there's a lot of lakes right there uh little little known lakes um but there's a lot of chains and they all have a true chance at producing a big fish so i think we're going to see uh we're going to see the weights go up and uh if if it could be any any big fish definitely pike and i know a lot of people there that i've met throughout the years love catching big pike and they even go to lake of the woods and all this stuff mm-hmm. so you want to have uh, get a quick strike rig uh, Northland makes a quick quick strike rig, put a big sucker minnow on there, and if he keeps tripping the flag on your iFish Pro, snip the tail a little bit so he can't do that. And there's different different settings on the tip-up you can use. And uh, heavier line, and definitely use a leader. You don't want him to bite you off when there's big prizes. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I tell yeah, you what. This is a really amazing tournament, bro. I, you you got to tip your hat to the Brainerd JCs who've turned this into, I don't know, what, maybe the biggest ice fishing tournament in North America, at least in the United States. I can't think of anything that could possibly be bigger. It's it's a fun tournament, and they've done a great job. It's a great cause, and they continually uh, raise the bar with what they do. I've been a part of it many times in the past, and... Uh, um, it's, it's, it's an amazing feat to do what they do. And then to manage that many bodies, I do love it when we're all in one spot, Sure. but either way you can hang your hat on a, on a nice prize later if, if you win it. So do your due diligence, get your hummingbird helix out and, uh, scour the maps and, uh, and hit it. You know, there's, it's a great thing for families and, uh, and kids, and it's going to be exciting no matter how you do it. But with uh, with the it's the donkey app. With that, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you follow follow it right. And uh, the nice thing when I'm doing partner tournaments, I put I put all that on my partner to figure it out, <laughs> and I just hold the fish. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll run the boat, catch the fish. You just run that part. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, Fish Donkey is is uh, is a pretty good app, and they're improving it all the time. Uh, this is the way it's done uh, on almost all soft water tournaments now, other than the real big, you know, NWT and things like that. Much better for the fish, I, I, I believe. Um, it's like everything else, you got to get used to it. But with uh, everybody using electronics now, it, it shouldn't be that difficult. No, no, it's not. And it's good for the lakes. If we want tournaments to exist, you got to have that app because you, you can't have. 100 teams or 150 teams descend upon a body of water with modern technology and then have the fish go on a boat ride, If especially if they're coming out of different depth ranges. We know that uh, there's mortality in the live well boat ride, so uh, it's just a great thing, and uh, there's less footprint on it. And there's a lot of tournaments that are just too big for some of the waters they're on, and uh, they're still weigh-in type of tournaments. And it's if that's not, that's not good. Plus, with the using that donkey app, uh, some of the tournaments have gone to catching big fish, and um, and so not just ripping through a bunch of small fish to get to them, um, you know. And so it's it's kind of a neat thing, and we're seeing different uh, weights now in our tournaments. We're seeing monster weights like the Great Lakes. Yeah. Well, we can't keep multiple big ones. 
But on that app, you're throwing them back so you could weigh multiple big ones because you're releasing them. And uh, it's kind of neat just to see how Minnesota holds up to the Great Lakes and all those big weigh-in places. And I think we're just as good, if not a little bit better, because there's still a lot of trophies to be had all around. You know, you're you're 100% right. I mean, I, I was looking, you know, last year being involved with the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic, first time they did the, you know, the six biggest fish. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I was stunned at how many big fish were tooling around Lake Bemidji because when you're doing two overs and three unders, you don't know that, you know, and yeah. uh, the average angler maybe doesn't doesn't get onto them, but, boy, you get onto the big fish, there's plenty of them in Lake Bemidji. There's a ton, and, you know, I actually uh, fished that one, and we had some nice ones. And uh, I seen uh, a few fish that had been hooked and released recently. They, they had a little, little sore spot in their mouth or a tear, but they're very, very healthy and biting again. So it just tells you that, Letting them go is a big deal. It, it it helps, you know, for a family to catch a big fish later. You know, it's 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 sharing the the resources and it's very important. Absolutely, incredibly important. Um, overall, what what are some of the lakes you've been fishing this this winter? What one's been the most effective for you? Well, you know, uh, leech has been good, but it's it's slowing down a little bit. I started on red. Red was phenomenal and it's still good but uh you got to get to where, where it hasn't been hit you know find new areas and there's going to be fish you know it's just uh they 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 don't just leave an area they'll slowly filter back but with a lot of pressure it's not happening as much so winnie has a lot of walleyes but you get a lot of swim bys uh, if you see 20 to 25 fish right before dark you're going to catch one to four of them and some people, it will get six or seven, but you'll catch one. I shouldn't say one. You'll catch zero to four of them, <laughs> but you'll see them go by. And that's because we have a perch explosion in the area. And this perch explosion is everywhere. It's not just here. <clears throat> There's a little micro perch, young of the year perch, as the DNR would call them. And they, there's just billions of them. And it's kind of cool to see how nature takes care of itself. You can blanket the lake with technology and people staying for four days, and the lake takes care of itself because it, it has a lot of food in it. But the fish are getting real girthy, and it's the same on leech. It's the same on cast, same on Winnie, same on in Park Rapids, Bemidji, uh, you know, everywhere, Vermilion, and even in northern Wisconsin. Uh, we had great perch hatches. Everything was right and uh, multiple years of it. So the fish don't have to feed. They don't have to chase. You have to be patient and just imagine someone that just ate at a buffet trying to get them to eat one more thing, uh, you know, offering them premium baits. You know, I like using the glass buckshots. You get a few extra bites out of them because of that, that nice uh, paint job. But the super glow spoons have been really a good thing. And Wonder Bread. <laughs> you know, fish don't know what bread is. No. But uh, that Wonder Bread color has been fantastic. Purple Wonder Bread regular wonder bread and then uh you know uh pink lemonade in the coffins or in the uh glass buckshot uh, the perch patterns they, they see so many perch it's nice to wash different colors and uh you know shiners uh suckers rainbows besides just using fatheads is really helping put them in but the lakes are improving and 
it's it's like a it's like a thaw. The fish aren't really in full volume where they would normally be. They're distributed from the shore to the center. So in past years, most of your fish were offshore on remote humps, steep breaks, basins. Now they're scattered like a bomb went off, and uh, so you, there's no wrong place to fish. I could probably catch just as many fishing a, a ledge near a spring spot or a fall spot as you would on a remote spot. It's, uh, it's been really strange, and I'm trying different things I've never tried before. Shallow water uh, primarily and uh, get more aggressive strikes in shallow water. You don't see as many, but everything that comes through hits. And pike, perch, it's just a different year. It feels like April, and that's <laughs> when I'm out there. <laughs> we got a lot more bro coming up. I'm Bro Brosdell, proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Winter has set in. Bemidji, the first city on the Mississippi, comes alive during the frozen winter months. Whether you explore the hundreds of miles worth of trails by either snowmobile or snowshoe, Bemidji captures Minnesota at its finest. There are 400 lakes close by, perfect for that weekend ice fishing getaway. Located in the heart of northern Minnesota, Bemidji. Hotels, B&Bs, and year-round resorts, Bemidji has you covered for your perfect winter getaway. All reasons why Paul Bunyan and Babe call Bemidji home. For more details, go to visitbemidji.com. I'm Jason Durham of Go Fish Guide Service. I'm proud of the efforts my fellow guides and I make to help Kev Jackson sound like he has a clue. This is Paul Bunyan Country. Back with Bro. So have you been to any shows this winter? Yeah, actually, uh, uh, not not recently here, uh, but there's a lot of boat shows coming up. Can't wait to, to be at Ray's and uh, talking about Lund Boats. That's coming up here. Ray's a good supporter of, of uh, tournaments and everything, and Bemidji Grand Rapids area, so looking forward to being at Ray's coming up here not too long, and would like people to stop in and talk about uh, boats, and, you know, if you're thinking about it, do it, because it helps. We could, uh, you know, not hold back if people buy boats, and you need a boat if you want to get up there, uh, but just stop in, and we'll show you uh, a lot of nice boats, and that's coming up yet. Ice fishing, uh, those shows are kind of over. Mm-hmm. Um but there's a lot of a lot of great deals. I'm seeing a lot of uh, still a lot of tackle, uh, uh, portables, all different types of things uh, available and and at really good deals. So consider uh, picking up stuff. And you know if 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 you don't buy something that might not exist next year, you know it's uh, we need sales to create that next year. So you're going to see a little less, I think, uh, being purchased by stores uh, with. Uh, the lack of uh, you know consumers so um let's hope we get uh, some and we we could still get cold weather as soon as everything uh gets warm and people think it's over you know this is minnesota it can happen uh, anytime now we can sure. get below zero and have a lot of snow and uh, i'm a fan of snowmobiles and i'm going to use them even if there isn't snow i'll put scratchers on them i just love using them on the ice uh you can go just about anywhere and, uh, you know, but uh, get out and, and hit it. But I am going to be at the Superior Show March 22nd through the 24th, and that's in Superior, Wisconsin. And we're going to be talking about fishing open water and ice, a little combination panfish, walleyes, and I'm doing uh, uh, two seminars there. So definitely keep that in mind at the Rice County Sport and Fish. And it's, it's a nice little venue 
next to a pretty big area, uh, a pretty big town, and I really enjoy going going there. And that's kind of the segue to spring. Are you uh, seeing any new uh, new equipment out there? You're you're dying to have. You know, actually, I want to get my hands on a Minn Kota brushless motor, the new Ultrex. Uh, it's super beefy. It has uh, extra lift assist, and you can hang your 360, your Mega Live, and it's brushless, so it's super quiet, more powerful, lasts longer. And this is the kind of stuff that I get really excited about because when you're out there every day, you want to make sure everything is just top-notch. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, what uh, some debuts with uh, Hummingbird, uh, and I can't say anymore, but uh, looking forward to iCast already this summer, and uh, been enjoying the Hummingbird Mega Live with their new update. It is quite possibly the best thing on the ice. Hmm. Uh, you could put it next to any machine, and the clarity is amazing just with an update. But uh, we're going to see some stuff here coming this uh, spring for open water and this summer at ICAST. Uh, really looking forward to it. And then, of course, you know, looking forward to getting a, into a new boat. Uh, uh, it should be. Uh, here soon i'm going to be in a one glass uh racing around again i really love their aluminums too uh, i think the glass would be perfect for me on the big waters of lake winnebagosh leach and cast they could whip up a storm so and uh, some of my clients are young a lot of them are old <laughs> <laughs> so i want comfort for them and i want trim tabs and uh stuff like that so we can get to the fish in any weather that's what i'm looking forward to uh, non-electronics, uh, anything cool out there? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, splitting atoms, but uh, some of the, the new uh, tackle coming out, uh, Jeff Gustafson, a good friend of uh, us, yeah. all of us here, and, uh, you know, his win at Bassmaster uh, created a whole new uh, bunch of tackle coming out, uh, elite-style tackles, the Smeltonator jig head, not just the jig head, Gamma Katsu hook, a winning uh, design, with spinners and uh, and the plastics that Northland had last year with the eye candy plastics. Uh, there's a lot of other ones out there that don't even come close. They hold scent forever. And you're going to see stuff in that genre coming out. A lot of new tackle that's going to be great. Pitching puppets for those who like, uh, you know, having search baits, ripping baits. Uh, they're they're fantastic, and they're going to rock. Uh, you're going to see a lot of, a lot of new new tackle and thanks to gussie and for his win you're going to see it here local uh brand northland is going to bring it out and can't wait high-end tackle uh you're going to see more tungsten stuff coming up uh pretty exciting times in the tackle world um you know so i i'm, I'm really looking forward to that and uh you know besides being able to see the fish you got to put them in the boat well there is that you yeah, do. you got to make a bite. <laughs> you do. Um, all right. Well, um, pretty soon it's going to be time to, to go catch some eel pout. We're getting there. Are you an eel pout angler? Oh, absolutely. And we're actually catching them now. Oh, you are so, already. Okay. Hey, I, yeah, I think they're getting confused. They think it's the end of February. <laughs> uh, we get some now in the middle of the day. We fish for walleyes usually and then go for walleyes during the hour of power. And you know, it's more of a, they're motivated when the sun hits the treetops. Well, the eel powder biting during the day into the dark. Okay. 
Um, it's fantastic. And it, yeah. we're seeing all different sizes and their activity levels off the charts. So if you're waiting to go pout fishing, don't wait too long or I might catch your pout. I got <laughs> I got to tell you, I, years ago, you know, about the only time I ever heard of an eel pound, this is way in my early days, was the Eel Pout Festival. I thought Leech was the only place that had them. Turns out uh, they, they're, there's a lot of really good lakes that have uh, eel pout in them, and, 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 and now, of course, they're the glamour fish. Everybody loves going for eel pout. Eel pout are fantastic, and uh, we're seeing a lot more eel pout. Well, of course, Bemidji's always had eel pout traffic. Cass uh, has been had a lot of eel pout traffic in past years. Now we're starting to see it on Winnie, and Winnie was kind of untouched uh, three years ago, and now it's it's starting to see a lot of traffic. And but there's a whole lot of lakes that don't get touched, deep lakes that produce big walleyes. There's a little little hint for you: deeper lakes where the eel pout can rest in cool water all summer, and lots of food are going to hold eel pout. And there's lakes that are 1,000, 2,000 acres that have a lot of big pout. I catch pout in the summertime on some of these little secret lakes, if that tells you how many there are in there. Wow. Uh, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of pout lakes between Bemidji and Park Rapids and uh, straight across to Grand Rapids and north and to those 1,000 lakes up there. Uh, and, of course, there's eel pout all the way into the Great Lakes. And that's an untapped resource. Uh, there's eel pout in every, almost every Great Lake. I'm not sure they're in Erie, but there's a lot in there at the the bays of Superior, and they're in uh, Green Bay. And uh, no one really targeted them there, but you're going to start seeing it. And there's some really big ones. Seems like the bigger the water, the bigger the pout. And Lake of the Woods is, you know, you don't see them like you used to. People used to have them sitting outside of their house, and they were trash. Now if you let it sit outside your house, someone's going to knock and ask if you want it. You know, so mm -hmm. it's uh, the Lake of the Woods, you don't see quite as many, but there's still some parts of Lake of the Woods where they're just prolific. And uh, so kind of a cool fish, cool resource. They exist in northern Wisconsin and here, and it's, it's a freshwater cod, lobster kind of texture and taste, and there's no wrong way to prepare them. They're good with everything but ice cream. <laughs> and they, they are now an official sport fish, so I've, I'm presuming at some point we're going to hear about possibly a limit of, of some sort on the on eel pout. Yeah, it, they should. You know, there's only so many on structures, and if you get a lot of people on one structure, you're going to wipe that structure out, and it takes a long time for it to recharge. starts with the little ones, and then they, they become homebodies. Then they grow. We're, we're seeing telemetry studies in the past there's not as many as you think um and uh you know some lakes have a lot but mm -hmm. uh, as we go through them if we're keeping them uh you you know spread your carbon footprint around if you eat them a lot and uh, don't go back to the same stuff all the time all right before we let you go do you have time for a fast five? Oh boy here we go <laughs> fast five bro bros doll Fast five. Who's with me? <laughs> Question number one. I don't know that you are interested in any of these, but if uh, you were required to uh, play a golf match or a tennis match, which one are you going to choose? Golf. <laughs> yeah, I kind of guessed that. Yeah, just drive that thing out there and see where it goes. 
<laughs> All right. Question number two. I think I know the answer to this, but uh, what is your favorite critter to hunt? I love grouse more than anything. Love them. I don't need to nail piles of them. I just like chasing them. I like seeing them. And, and even in my yard when they crash into my window and offer themselves up to me, I just absolutely love rough grouse. And we have the best taste in the world for grouse right here. We do. We do. Question number three. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. It has a little bit more bite to it. Okay. Uh, are you much of a pop drinker? No. Just okay. a little bit of a 7-Up with not, not too much sugar. But it's usually a mixer for me. Gotcha. Question number four. Uh, I know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You have to choose between extreme hot or extreme cold. What's it going to be? Well, I'm going to be in the cold. Right. You. <laughs> I knew you would be. I knew you I'm would extreme, be. I'm extreme. I melt. <laughs> All right. Finally, question number five. This is this is serious stuff here. This one. Oh. When it's time to eat, are you choosing pizza or tacos? Oh man, that's not fair, but. I would have to eat a lot of tacos to match a pizza. I'll take tacos. Because you can have fish on them, you can have beef, you can have chicken, and you can make them super hot. Uh, questions are easy this time. Yeah, they, you, you were there. You, you you didn't have to pause or think. You, these were kind of instinctive for you. Oh, yeah. The tacos are awesome. It's, you know, man versus taco. How many tacos can, can a person eat in their life? You know, <laughs> yep. I love them. All right, sub-question on that one, then. Uh, hard shell or soft shell? Hard shell. I want, I want it all over my shirt. <laughs> all right, bro, if, uh, if people are thinking they want to get some ice fishing in here and or getting ready for their summer vacations and want to fish some of these Great Lakes with uh, Bro Brosdahl, how do they go about getting set up? Yeah, just go to brosguideservice.com, and I'd love to take you out in my new Lund that I'm going to be having here pretty soon. Let's go hit the lakes, and I have a few ice trips uh, left, but uh, look to open water, too. All right. Follow follow me on Facebook, and you'll see what I'm up to. Text is best. Sounds good. He's the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Bro Brosdahl of Bros Guide Service. Bro, thanks for the time today. Oh, thanks for having me, Kev. Pop Bunyan Country.